All right. <clears throat> Who's ready to do this? First ever, I think. Web I'm pretty. I'm media pretty. day. Yeah, Web Media Day. Big big day. I'm not gonna count that time that Frage and I played each other and we were the only ones on the pod because that just was a little that was fake and I don't little, think anybody listened to it. <laughs> a little yeah, jerk off right. session. Yeah. yeah. Season special 2023 on the podcast. This is always a fun moment in time during the season in which we check in on the playoff games that have happened and look ahead to the web championship game. But for the first time in web history, we have a pre-championship media day featuring both of our contestants in the 2023 web championship game i have caleb and tim on the podcast yeah it feels good to be here as always um and under very good circumstances um hell of a year and i'm excited to be joined by tim who i'll be facing off with here in a in a week Good to be back. I wish it was Dan against me. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, Caleb. Let's, I own okay. that team. You should have known. <laughs> you do own not, it. I'm jealous of you. This is not uh, the UFC. We're not going to have anybody <laughs> diving across the presser table, the podium, to get at the other guy. We're going to keep it civil today, hopefully. But, uh, yeah. So we got the two championship game participants it was a wild road to get to this point and we're going to break all of that down today we'll talk about the wild card game and then the first round games that just wrapped up and then we will look ahead to the title game and get the get the thoughts from our two players here coming from very different avenues into this title game so uh, an interesting matchup but before we get into all of that we have to talk about the teams that didn't make it because it is a it's a road it is a tough road you get into the playoffs and from there it's just one week and your fate can be sealed that started in the wild card game for one team we had the legendary milkers facing off with dirty Dave and the boys and the writing was on the wall a little bit heading into the game. Calvin, the ultimate adversity team all year had overcome unthinkable challenges to even get to that five seed to represent himself in the web postseason. But we kind of thought maybe the story ended there and that's what we saw. Dirty Dave taking care of business wildcard weekend, a 200-point game from the boys, moved them into the first-round matchup with the Pens. Um, but, I mean, it was, a, it was a hell of an effort from Dave. Obviously, we don't need to break down this game without talking about what happened next. This was a big win 
for Dave, but obviously Tim is the one sitting here today. So before we talk about, you know, the pens versus the boys, we know obviously that the boys win this wildcard game, but fall short in the first round matchup or the final four matchup. So basically what I'm just going to ask you guys is what's next for the boys. We can talk about how he looked here in this postseason, what he looked like, or we can just say, you know, 2023 is gone and the boys are looking ahead. Yeah, this was, it started off feeling like maybe it was going to be the run. Um, it's, it's what I had for my prediction that Dave had a little magic left and that he'd make it. And in, in the wild card round, he puts up 200 backpack by McCaffrey, potential web MB, MVP candidate scoring about 40, um, taking down sort of a weaker Cal, uh, Calvin team. But uh, ultimately just couldn't put it all together against Tim scores 180, which isn't which isn't quite what you're looking for. Honestly, once you get to web playoffs, you got to be closer to that 200 point range. And it's a tough one to swallow because he he held his cards. He didn't really move anyone. He didn't move Kamara or Eckler or any of these, you know, aging assets we've been talking about all, all year long. And he stuck to his guns and it worked for the for the first wild card game at 200, but just slowed down a little bit, couldn't keep up with the pens. And it's unfortunate because it feels like this could be the end of an era. I mean, Eckler's really slowed down. You know, will we get another season like this out of McCaffrey? Cup slowing down a little bit. So you hope it's not the end of an era, but it'll be interesting to see what this team looks like going into next year. If he starts to take it a different direction or maybe just hangs on to the guys he has and sees how uh, uh, 2024 kicks off for him. Yeah, I respect Dave for sticking to his guns and going for it. Um, but yeah, his off season for sure is going to be going to be strange waters for him. I don't think he's been in this position before. No, I, that's, and that's the thing right now is like nobody, I, I haven't heard from Dave. I don't know if anybody has really heard from Dave since this, I mean, riding high off of that wild card win, like you said, Caleb, getting your stars, CMC fueling this big performance. You start to believe that this Cinderella story is alive. It's it's happening. You've already beaten the pens once during this era, and you think you can do it again. And obviously not quite two times around the, the pens show their strength. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but going back to what you said, Tim, I mean, this off season is going to, it's going to be crazy because I, I think there was an idea that this was the last ride. And we saw that the team was not, you know, at its best down the stretch. It was a little bit, you know, it, it took a little bit of that Cinderella run, a 25% playoff chance in week 10 to get into the playoffs to even have a shot at it again. And then we see it fall short before he has another opportunity to play for a championship. So we're going to get to talk to him in a few months and, and find out exactly where he's at. But to be quite honest, guys, I feel like this is this might just be the end. This could be the start of a new era for Dirty Dave. And it's sad because this team came so close so many times, you know, last year in the championship game and this year, make it to the wild card round, maybe making that wild card run. 
Um, and it's a team that doesn't like to roll over. You know, Dave's always trying to put out winners. So going back to a, a position that he hasn't been in for years, you know, when he was in the bottom of the pack, you know, he's been at the top for so long. How is he going to be able to adjust back to that? I mean, we saw how Mingo, how you adjusted to going back to the bottom and it hasn't gone so well. You know, the process is the process, but you still have to live with the results that come from that. So this is going to be a, a journey for Dave coming up here. Yeah, always interested to see how the guys who haven't been in the retooling position handle that retooling position, not mentally, especially. It's going to be rough for Dave doing that. Well, we've seen him, you know, the last time around, so we'll go back to the seller dweller era, CMC. That was the big pick. That yeah. was the pick that changed this entire franchise. And obviously there's a lot of pieces in between, you know, that pick and what this team is today. Um, but you know, it'll be interesting to see, we've seen him attack through the draft before and all of that. And I, and you know, it'll, it'll completely depend on what, and what he chooses to do with these players on this roster. Like, will he choose to just do a full strip fire sale? I mean, it's kind of been, uh, a little bit of a hot topic lately. Like, are these fire sales going to continue to happen or will teams just try to kind of be you know retooling on the fly so we'll get more answers from dave obviously moving forward on where he's at but it's a tough one it's a tough one i think there was a lot of people in web just kind of pulling for dave to give this one last shot one last ride and um just you know cinderella man doesn't always work out that way sometimes teams are just too fucking good and we'll talk about him in a second. But before we get there, I do want to quickly talk about the Milkers. They're the end of their season, obviously, uh, in the wild card game, you know, back to back years of a wild card exit for the Milkers. But unlike the boys, I think the Milkers have a lot of momentum right now. And I think we saw the points that this team could have put up in week 16 had he pulled that out and, and maybe that just ends up being a little bit of a crazy upset for the milkers. Uh, so it's a talented roster. It's, you know, we haven't gotten to see it really push forward in these last two years, this return to the playoffs, uh, for Calvin. But I think next year where some teams maybe taking steps back here, milkers kind of feel like they're in the strike zone. And I think next year, uh, the, the target is much bigger than just playoff berth for this team. Yeah, I mean, we saw the points. I mean, Amari Cooper this past week could have played. There's some point totals in there that could have played spoiler for for Tim. Um, so you, the points are still there. Um, you got some guys, you know, Jefferson and JT are obviously uh, stalwarts in this lineup. And he really improved the defense this year. And most of those guys are still like Fred Warner's pretty young, TJ Edwards, TJ Wild. These are guys that are still in their prime. So I think the defense will still be pretty legit going into next year. And then it's getting guys healthy, hoping the running backs don't take a step back. Cause you know, they're sort of getting to that, to that range or, you know, Josh Jacobs, you saw he's a little dinged up towards the end of the season. We didn't see much from Andre, like hope that those guys don't take a step back. Hope JT can stay healthy. And then Dak can have the consistency he had at the end of the season outside of this wild card game and uh, bring that to 2024 full time. So I think this team just needs to get healthier 
Um, I don't think he has much in terms of picks, so he's kind of going in with what he had. Yeah, he just has he has three fourths, so maybe you can work his magic there. But um, he's pretty much going to have what he has, and I don't really see him making any big moves to really change things. The recipe's kind of there. It'd be nice if we could find some depth somehow, but you know, you're gonna have to trade one of those big pieces to probably do that. So um, I think he'll still be good going into next year. It just got a bad shake with all these injuries down down the stretch here. Yeah, good team, bad luck. He'll be he'll be fun next year. Yeah, looking forward to seeing the milkers in 2024 for sure. Um, but let's talk about that game. We're we're dancing around here. We're trying to you know build it up. But I mean, we just eulogized Dave. And why did that happen? Well. It's because he ran into the insulin pens in the first round. And so, like we said, I mean, Cinderella run, Cinderella meets the big bad villain of Webb. And it's not always a storybook ending because the pens showed everybody in week 16 who they are and who they have been a historically dominant team. Well, maybe not the uh, the best team ever, according to War Plus. And some folks were saying maybe the worst best team ever in web. I don't know. There was some <laughs> questions heading into the matchup. Well, the insulin pen said, I don't care what anybody says because we're a dominant force. Big time performance in week 16 sets him up for his first web title game appearance since 2013. It is the illustrious <laughs> return Think about where you were in 2013. Think about how old you were, what you were doing. That's <laughs> the last time the Pens played, or, or Tim, who at that point was, I believe, the Ridley effect. There's a blast <laughs> from the past. Played for a championship. A lot of How's great that feel, buddy? History. A lot of great names. <laughs> what a historic franchise. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Um, I wish my defense would be a little bit better, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on the negatives. I would just like to point out how my uh, my big three wide receivers once again carrying the load uh, this week. CD 22, Amon Ra 23, Mike Evans 24, and then the second, third, and fourth rank scores in the wide receiver category. So very happy with them this week. Yeah, that's, that was the nucleus I was going to point out. Like, those receivers have kind of carried this receiver room. Um, Kyron Williams getting back in the lineup. And, you know, the defense hasn't been quite up to it. You know, no matter what you do, you can't seem to get the DB room uh, uh, cooking. But everywhere else, the linebackers are great. Bobby Wagner, Zaire Franklin, and then Danila and Micah in the, the D-line spots. So, this was uh, this is a long time coming. This was what it was all about. I know you were trying to you know get that war plus rate race and whatever and make history there, but this is this is what it's all about. You know, you made the web championship game. No one can take that away from you. Now it's can you finish the job against uh, someone else who's going pretty hard for it? Yeah, there I was. Well, we'll find out. We'll talk about that in a sec. Um, there was maybe some questions about the pens week 14 was the last time. I mean, we obviously saw what the team could have produced in week 15, but it didn't matter. So the last time we saw this team in action, 182.13, very uncharacteristic, very low, all things considered. And then we find out this week two two thirteen once again. I mean, this is the team. It was a week high in terms of the field. So match them up. 
all across the board. He wins every time. And man, Bobby Wagner, playoff Bobby. I mean, how many <laughs> fucking web playoff games has this guy played in? Because that was the moment where, I mean, you were pretty comfortably ahead in projections, I think, but it was still within the realm of possibility that a big CMC game could get Dave back into things. And then all of a sudden, I just kept seeing Bobby Wagner's point total increasing. So while the defense as a whole maybe didn't come together, uh, playoff Bobby was there, and he's ready to ride into another title game. He's no stranger to those, that's for sure. Yeah, Bobby's he's a very stressful guy. You know, He'll sit there with two points for a quarter, quarter and a half, and all of a sudden he'll have like 15 out of nowhere. Yeah, and you know I'm looking at his numbers over his career, and I'm, I have to—I don't know what the record for tackles is in a career, but he's at over 100 tackles each year since he was in the league in 2012, including a a 159, a 170, and a 154 so far this season. So, like, this is going down as one of the best fa- fantasy linebackers of all time. A guy who's been moved a couple times. Uh, I think you did. You win a ring with you, Mingo. Um, so he's been there before, and at 33 for him still to be doing this and still anchoring a defense is, I mean, this is a web, what are we doing, Ring of Honor? is What's the official name? Hall is of Fame. Web Hall of Fame? I mean, this guy's first ballot, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, career tackle leader, Caleb, Ray Lewis. Ah, makes sense. Dude, I just look at this list. Bobby Wagner's 17th. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. That's nuts. How many more years do we need out? <laughs> oh, he has 988, and Ray Lewis has 1,560. <laughs> That's absurd. He must have been. He, those numbers must have been crazy in IDP leagues back in the day. You have Ray Lewis. He's worth like three firsts. <laughs> Jesus, man. London Fletcher, number two. Nice. Who would have thought? Crazy. Not me. All right. Well. Lightning didn't strike twice in our first rematch from the 2022 postseason. Pens take care of business, but man, oh man, what did I say? There is some magic when you're holding the belt because we have seen many times in Webb's illustrious but short history that a team with the belt finds magic time and time again, and makes another postseason run. And for the Keel Pros, felt a little extra sweet because you have the Pirate Crew's number officially. Back-to-back seasons, knocking this team out of the playoffs. A little bit different than last year where he was the best team ever, coming in as the unquestioned war-plus leader, favorite for the title. You knocked him out then. This year, we talked about some regression, but man, he was as hot as ever coming into this thing. And there was no reason to believe that the Pirate Crew couldn't make their fifth championship game in 11 years. But Caleb, you put a stop to that and you're in it back to back years with a chance to defend your championship against the big bad insulin pens. Yeah, just just an unreal season. I mean, you look back at the beginning of the year in the preseason, I think we did like record prediction, predictions and Frazier came in at seven. 
you were in at six. The league was at like 6.7. So um, uh, there weren't a lot of believers. You know, there was a time, you know, a little bit of change moving on from Kittle and everything. But uh, the reports of my downfall were premature. Um, <laughs> this was this is the same team pretty much. And it came on strong in the second half of the year, thanks to Josh Allen. And the defense even didn't really pick it up as much. It's sort of been Keenan having an amazing year. Didn't even have him in there in the end. But um, just a good team effort. And the Gabe Davis start really, you know, he's been an absolute roller coaster this year, but we picked the right time to start him. And uh, Van Ginkle, that thing. Um, he's, you know, my DL2 spot has been a mess since I did the Jalen Phillips trade. Chase Young hasn't done anything, but in a twist of fate, J- uh, Jalen Phillips gets hurt. I pick up his backup, and now Van, Van Ginkle's doing things. So that's been a huge addition, and it's just been. I don't know. After the last year's run, it just feels like, you know, anything, I can do anything. Like, anything's possible. You put this team against the wall, and it finds a way. And um, I used to be, like, scared of a team like Dan, like, a few years ago. Like, every time I go up to him, I feel like I just get smushed. And now it's like, you go up against Dan, not really scared, and go up against Tim, and I don't really care. It's just another game. Just another game, he says. Timothy, do you have any response to that? It's hurtful, but I'm, I'm not going to jinx you. We, had, we already had this conversation. <laughs> There's no way you keep your composure in this. There's... Oh, I won't. I won't, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best. We'll write it out for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is something about the Skill Pros team, though. And I don't think the league – I mean – we, I tried to tell everybody that this was the second best team in web heading into the postseason. It was the second best team in web over the second half of the season, averaging 201 points per game. That was second in web behind the insulin pens. Get into the playoffs and nothing changes. I mean, you get that first round by, you had some injuries you were dealing with that kind of, you know, in week 15. Um, and some of them carried over into week 16 and Keenan Allen, one of your, you know, MVPs and MVP, you know, contender and web he's out of this game. Gabe Davis, who hasn't scored a fantasy point in three <laughs> weeks comes in. And I mean, what happens? It's just, there's some magic here with this team right now. It's a great team. It's asserting itself. I mean, it's not a team that's getting these war plus accolades or getting talked about in these ways, but for two years or for three years now, it has shown that it is a dominant team. And it just so happens that in 2021, your best year, a 6.15 war plus year, that was the heartbreaker year. And now the you know these title game appearances start coming. You got a belt already. You get a shot at a repeat. You really have an opportunity here to establish the Keel Pros in this run, in this expansion era run that you've had as one of the best teams we've ever seen in web over an extended period of time. So it's a huge, a huge win, first and foremost, for the Keel Pros to get into this game over the Pirate Crew and now maybe a legacy game against the pens in the title game. So uh, on the flip side of the game, though, is the pirate crew. And we got to talk about, you know, storied history, 10 postseasons, four title game appearances. That's more than any other team in the league. Once again, just not quite 
enough. And he had some weird names in the lineup this week. I got to say, I mean, Wicks was starting this week. Jerome Ford hits the bench. I mean, it was the first time it felt like he got a little bit creative with the lineup, but almost off of necessity. And it's just that it just goes to show that it's not quite the same team. It was a very, very good team this year. Let's not get that twisted at all, but not the same Pirate crew. And the Kiel pros show the league that he's beatable and he's not, you know, the scary presence in the postseason. And, And in fact, for 10, you know, opportunities now, two rings to show for it. So there's a little bit of that doubt that creeps in, I think, this time of year now where he's not quite that fearsome force, like you said, Caleb, where teams go in thinking, I can beat this guy. Yeah, this is also going to be an interesting case going forward. I mean, well, you look at what happened this week. I was also like, I saw Wicks in the lineup all of a sudden. I was like, wait, what? Am I reading that right? And he scored a touchdown to bail him out, but he got hurt. Um, Jonathan Grenard got hurt early, which was tough. Um, you know, Boye Mafe starts, scores 23. That's the difference in the game right there. So maybe some start sit stuff there. But looking at this team going forward, um, this is another interesting one because We've been waiting for Derrick Henry's downfall, and it just won't happen. So maybe next year's the year. Joe Mixon, we expected this to be the year he fell off. He was trying to trade him for a third. That didn't happen. So obviously Mixon has a really good season. But that's another one, you know, is can he keep it up? So there are some question marks there. Um, Mahomes obviously really dragged this team down this year. Um, the Chiefs receivers definitely hurt that in their O-line play. But he just... I mean, the number seven fantasy scoring quarterback this year, which is, uh, which sounds like fine, but from a home standard, isn't even close to what he's been doing. So just lost some juice in this lineup. Obviously, the Chubb injury, you had the Dobbins injury, um, was still able to make up that running back production, but just wasn't meant to be this year. And it puts him, you know, he's got picks going forward. He's got two 24 firsts, his own and Collins. So a little later, but he's got two firsts to try and pick things back up. Um, but it's definitely, you know, he makes it every year and then it just kind of fizzles out and you could see by his tweets, like he's, I mean, he's been through it before and it's good. He got that championship a couple years ago to get that monkey back off his back, but then we're back here again. So, um, obviously one of the greatest teams in Webb's history, but it's so close to just being a, a completely dominant force. If it could just get a couple more of those semifinal wins and a couple more rings. It could be, it could be that team, but unfortunately it's just sort of stuck right, right near the top with a few other teams. Yeah. I don't think Dan really has anything to like be hung up on. Like his team's great. He still has picks. He's always going to be, be hanging out in the picture, whether he's the best team or one of the other teams, he's always going to be there. He's proven that. Well, and that's that's the question is, you know, we've seen this now. This is 11 years of dominance. It all built up to that 2022 season. I mean, you talk about 2021, six point uh, or 2020, six point six, seven war plus the next year, seven point six, four. The next year, all time record, nine point eight, eight. Now we drop back down five, nine, five. It's a team that accelerated into this greatest season of all time with a you know belt on his shoulder at that point in time now a little bit on the decline 
And it's not one of those things where you say, okay, you know, end of an era, see on the other side, Pyro crew, like we know that he is going to stay in the picture, but you know, do the expectations change coming into next year? That's something we'll have to, you know, kind of find out as we see how the league takes shape around this team. But um, I'll be curious to get his thoughts when we talk to him about kind of what happened this year and how he's feeling about things, because all in all, it was another successful season. But when you set the bar this high for success, anything short of a championship just feels like a failure. And that's kind of, you know, where, where he's living. And then that's what he's reconciling right now. And that leaves two gentlemen, the championship game, web 11, the keel pros and the insulin pens. Like I said, the pens back in the title game for the first time since 2013, no web championships, the you know, infamous defeat all the way back in 2013, which sent you spiraling into a rebuild, <laughs> Tim. It's been a long journey back to this point. Two absolutely historically dominant seasons back to back. This time around, you get to play for a championship. And on the other side, it's the Keel Pros. Like I said, going for that back to back, looking to establish themselves in the midst of this Pyrocrew Insulin Pens era as the team to beat in web. It's one thing, you have all these regular season stats and records behind you. To make it two titles in a row here would be truly something special for this Keel Pros team to establish itself. And so I guess, uh, how are we feeling, boys? Feels good to be here. Yeah, it's... Uh... I don't know if it's a different feeling this time. Now that I've at least been there once and, and did that, it's a little different this time for some reason. A lot, I feel like a lot of pressure is taken off a little bit because you already have the one, but now it's like I look over and I see it and I'm like, God damn it, I need to keep it. I can't let Tim have this. So, um, yeah, it's been two different seasons for me and Tim. And you look at our teams like, think he's definitely got the higher ceiling for sure like he can put up these 240 250 point outings but i've been really consistent down the stretch you know 200 190 200 like it's pretty much been that like the last like seven eight weeks so and you saw the one week in week 14 where i caught him where he had a down week and i had my consistency there so i'm not going to say we need like a down week from the pens but uh if we can keep it close keep it in that you know, 200 point range. I think I like where we've got him. And if he, you know, tries to blow up, we're going to need, we're going to need Keenan Allen to get healthy. I think that would help. Might need a little Gabe Davis magic um, or some of these other guys to step up. You know, Rashad White's been big, need a big Josh Allen boom game. And Nick Bosa probably needs to, you know, he's had a kind of a little bit of a down year. If you can have a statement game, um, I think that's what gives us a good chance of winning. So, yeah, that's how I view it from my point of view. Yeah, the the community or the sleeper notes they're not they're not looking good for Keenan Allen. No, they say no, that it's still saying that he's far from practicing, and I don't know if they're referring to just last week or this week. Um, it says uh, doesn't seem particularly close to returning after failing to practice this week. But their season already out of hand. Is there any rush to bring their superstar back? Yeah, that, and that's fair. So. 
that would suck if he's out and Brian Robinson hasn't practiced either. So then we're, we're digging back in the well. Like I said, Najee's probably going to get a start. Who came through for me last week? You know, I was between him and Gibson and made the right play there. And then Gabe Davis will have to play his role. <laughs> he was, you know, we joke. I think he was, I think I had him as a web factor to start the year. And it was joked about, I think. Uh, uh, Frazier was like, you know, when you Gabe Davis is your web factor, you're not in a good place. And I mean, that's kind of true, but in reality, he can be a difference maker when paired up with Josh Allen. So um, hopefully we get those guys back, but we'll see. That's why you make that trade, man. I mean, it's it's the Josh Allen, Gabe Davis thing. Yeah, Gabe Davis isn't always pretty, but when it hits, I mean, we saw it this week with the, the injection of points that that causes. I mean, tracking to start Gabe Davis here again in this game, obviously no Keenan Allen is a massive blow, but we've already seen this team get up to 195 without him just last week. So, I mean, it's going to be a great matchup. It's going to be a great matchup. I know on paper, you might, everybody might look at this thing and say, you know, oh, pens all the way. They've, they're cooking. It's their time. Just to illustrate that point about the second half performance, 209 for the Pens, 201 for the Keel Pros. That's how close it has been over an extended period of time between these two teams now playing for a web championship. So, I mean, I can't do, we can't do a pick them. I can't ask you guys to pick. That seems well, dumb. Well, it's basically you're the deciding. I'm the deciding go. pick. Oh my god. Okay. Pens, historic offense, crazy amounts of talent on that side of things. Kiel Pro's offense dealing with some injuries, banged up, but still kind of explosive. Little sneaky even. Shot White. Who? Pretty good player. <laughs> Defensively, I like what the Keel Pros have been stringing together here. Big performance against the Pyro Crew. Insolent Pens. What are you going to get on what given week? That's been the question for many weeks. It's been something that has held this team back when it uh, doesn't perform. The offense stays steady. What version of the defense are you going to get? Let this be the week they, they come together. Let All it right. Be week. We get we got a pens prediction that the defense comes alive. I think I can safely say we're going to get a keel pro prediction that this uh, offense is going to not skip a beat without some of its mainstays. And I will have to pick <laughs> the insulin pens. Because why would we not count out the Keel Pros one more time during this run? But in all seriousness, this was a an absolutely special season for the Pens, as was last year. Glad to see that this year they have the opportunity to play for a championship. And sometimes there is a story happening in web. And the story this year is the pens and getting that first web championship so i am going to continue to ride my preseason prediction and choose the pens right before the finish line i, I could kiss you i please do
Um, gentlemen, I will give you each one final opportunity before you butt heads for this Web 11 championship game. If you'd like to say something to the other person, Caleb, what would you like to say to Papoose? Uh, I don't always like the way you uh, go about your business with the pens, but it does make the league more fun and interesting. I hope we can have a, a respectful showdown with not too many do-something memes. Um, I know you've had a great season, but uh, I like what we've been doing, and you're, you're not going to get the belt from me. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> no, I need the belt from you. Sorry. You can't you don't understand. Papoose, <laughs> what would you like to say to your opponent, the ch the reigning defending champion of Webb, Caleb? It's been fun season. As much as I would have loved to finally win my championship against Dan, I <laughs> I don't mind taking the belt off the former champ. <laughs> I am looking forward to that moment. And this this Tim wants Dan thing is what's gonna bite him in the yep. ass in the end. Oh, I wish it would have been Dan. Well, me too. Dang, cute pros. All right, keep doubting, man. Keep doubting, <laughs> gentlemen. Best of luck to both of you at this fateful hour. By the time Webb is hearing this, we will be just uh, about a day away from kicking things off. Hopefully we can get it nice and clean. <laughs> we don't have to do it a two week situation oh, yeah, like please. last year. Oh, I can't. So, I can't yeah, everyone stays that. alive. Yep. Let's keep yep. everyone alive on the field and keep the games moving. Um, but we will be back next week for a short and sweet finale to season eight, of the web podcast and season 11 of web. So, like I said, best of luck to the Keel Pros and the Insulin Pens. Let's make it a great championship week.